So in addition to pro wrestling that I need every day, I don't know about you, I need coffee every day, and I need quality coffee. That's why I go with coffeeofvalhalla.com. They get fresh roasted specialty coffee, roasted the day it ships to your door. Again, it's coffeeofvalhalla.com. That's coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A, V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A.com. Because the owner is a former service member trying to take care of his battle buddies. He donates 50% of the proceeds to StopSoldierSuicide.org. So order today and use discount code 10OFF, all one word, for a 10% discount. Or you can subscribe and save 15% off of your order. So go get some coffee again at coffeeofvalhalla.com. Coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A.com, guys. And also donate to a great cause and have a great cup of coffee, guys. Coffeeofvalhalla.com. What is good? It's Kanye Twitty. And oh my goodness, I'm actually... Really excited about this episode because, hey, I was at Money in the Bank. I just got back home, uh, five days in Vegas. We'll talk about that later. But really, this is the uh, pay-per-view special part two. And the only things we're really covering today is two things, Money in the Bank and Blood and Guts from AEW because, hey, that blew people's minds this week. And, and we ain't going to go through a lot. We'll just get the, the simple things out of the way. Follow us on Twitter at WTFWTrash. We also have a new email, WTFWTrash at Yahoo.com. Send in your own personal trash list, your own fire list, your own, I don't care what it is. Send it in. We're going to read it. We're going to talk about it. But let's get into this because I'm tired. I'm tired. I, I'm tired. I worked today, did, did Vegas, got home. And I got a couple friends with me again today. You might remember them. And I'm going to let them say their, say, introduce themselves. Why? Because that's what we do. This is a one-shot, one-take episode. Go go ahead, tell them, tell them, introduce yourself, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm Justin. I've been a huge wrestling fan for a very, very long time. And I know more history than most people even can consider. And I'm here with two of my best friends. And we got to do and, and we're we're ready for this. Like we, I, I'm excited to talk about this pay per view. I've been on my Angelo Dawkins mode for the last day. Yeah. <laughs> and the other person I got here, you might remember him as well. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Rudy. Um, I've been like again a long time wrestling fan, going back into the late '70s, early '80s. Uh, I'm just getting back into wrestling after a period of time being not watching, but I'm excited for the new phase of wrestling that's going on and the new dynamic that's going on. And I'm excited to talk about Money in the Bank, and I'm excited to talk about AEW. And I got and I, I got asked, did you see the pay per view? I know I did not. You did not see the pay per view. You're learning not. everything right now. I'm learning everything right now. I did, I. No cheats. I basically, Justin told me some of what was going on, and I was like, I don't want to know. And I basically, so this is all fresh and new. And you hear so, that casual? We doing it random today. So random. You brought something up, and I, I want to just touch on this real quick. Um, this is kind of a new era. This is, this is a new era. And it's kind of nice to see because it reminds me a lot of back in the day with WCW versus WWE. 
WWF. Absolutely. For you little ends, it, that was what it was before WWE, period. And, and that's what made wrestling so great in that time, was having, like, there was there was competition. And now we're getting competition again. Fierce competition. We're starting to see things change. And you can't just be stale anymore. And what does Vince now, always say? Expect the unexpected. We have to actually, you have to pull something out. Now it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. I'm going to say this, Justin, 100%. I've been to, uh, for the record, I only have one more to cross off the list. And then I can say that I've been to the four majors. I've been to SummerSlam. I've been to the Royal Rumble. I've been to Money in the Bank. All that's left now is WrestleMania next year in L.A. And and, and I got to say this, man. There's one more you need. Which one? Uh, Survivor Series. Oh, oh yeah. you know, I forget about Survivor Series a lot. And by the way, funny joke, if uh, Roman Reigns is at Survivor Series, he has to fight himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. Oh, man. No, no, no oh, you're man. not. You're, not, you're not. And That's like a Japanese-style versus the Invisible oh, Man. Oh, the Invisible Man. Have you ever That's seen like this? Man versus God. Or Oh, or the Japanese guy that I wish I knew his name. I'm going to make sure I know it from now on. But the, it's amazing. I don't know if you've ever seen it. And if you're listening, watch this match. Pull it on YouTube. He fights an invisible, was it a, a blow-up doll? It was yeah. it was mannequin, yeah. yeah it's a mannequin, yeah. and it's one of the most neatest matches I've ever seen. Yeah. Period. But yes, you're right. Survivor Series. I forget about Survivor Series. Well, I, I think you forget think about it because Survivor Series for the last couple of years, it hasn't been Survivor Series. I can't tell you who played last Survivor Series. No, and... They've taken away like some of the major important things about Survivor Series. Oh. Survivor Series was supposed to be, you know, the five on five match. It's every it, match should be a championship match of all the titles against each other. It should be. It just or Raw or SmackDown or it, they, it seems like over the last couple of years they've just called it in. Uh, why don't they? I'm gonna say this right now. Why don't they finally do, give me a Survivor Series with all three brands, oh. NXT? Raw and SmackDown. But you can't do that. You know why? Because there's no brand split anymore. <laughs> right? Survivor Series doesn't make sense without a brand split. And uh, you, know, you know how you can make Survivor Series great again? Do kind of what uh, AEW did. With their ter- with their championship uh, pay-per-view? Let's have Survivor Series be war games. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. Take it back to WCW. Eight, um, what if you AWA. had all the major champions on different teams? Oh, man. Wow, that's ingenious. That's taking it back way to AWA before WCW. That's taking it way back. Take all the champions from all three brands and put them on teams yeah. and put yep. them in Survivor's. Or in and, a, and let's see who's the best. There, You hear that, WWE? Take War Games and put that at Survivor Series. Let's see it. No titles have to change. It's just all the champions in one match. That's ingenious. But you you would watch it. You would be completely glued I'm to in. That. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, okay. So we can- and, and do men and women. That's oh. beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, I think we need to. I'm going to put that on the Twitter. I'm going to put that on the Twitter. And people forget that back in the day, even with WCW doing it, that War Games was a huge issue. And that's. You saw the different teams. You knew who exactly you wanted to see kill who. Yeah. And you knew that it was going to be either a, a, a bloody blowout. Yeah. Or C, you're going to see people. Like, and the best War Games. versus the NWO. Yeah, or or the undisputed era versus McAfee and his crew. That I mean, that even in itself was amazing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, that that was absolutely undisputed great era to was watch. in that's three like straight to, war games. Three straight years they were in war games. And that's like going back reason. to like the Four Horsemen, the Road Warriors, and the, yes. you know, the Fantastics. Are you know? Yes, it's just like 
You can't the throw Rockers. together the teams. Yeah. They need to be for a reason. So yeah. either have them all champions or have groups of five Usually on five. Usually it was big beef beforehand. And that's going to bring some big beef. And that's going to bring us, you know what? We're going to skip. We get this out of the you way. Don't, you don't even need to have all champions. Every team should be a certain the group. leader is the main champion. Yes. Roman Reigns should be the main champion yes. for this team. They need they need to split the title. Well, then we're just going to get this out of the way then. We're going to get this out of the way, boys. That main champion should be the head of that. Then we're going to do this right now. We're going to go straight into this. We're just going to get Let's this off the books. Let's do it. Blood and guts. It was two groups of people that made sense fighting each other, for one. For two, oh my goodness. I did not know this about it. By the way, I did not know this, you, Justin. You know one of the best things about Blood and Guts was? It's War Games. It wasn't a pay-per-view. Oh. It was on TV. You are right. You saw... You didn't have to pay money. You didn't have to watch, um, you know, make a special occasion for it. It was just your basic wrestling show. Yeah. But they gave you something that you're not seeing on a regular basis. It makes me want to watch a pay-per-view. Oh. The casual fan, that makes them want to see the pay-per-views. But not only that, you're ready to watch next week. I will say this. I've been what, on what, vacation what, for five days. What? I wish that we recorded this right now on Wednesday, right? I wish, and I know I haven't seen it yet, but I am dying to go to bed and, and watch today's... You want, you want to see it now. Dynamite. I want to know the fallout. You want to see it. And that's that's a big draw that we haven't had in wrestling for a long time. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, you used to sit there and watch Raw, and once it was over... You were waiting like, for the next episode. You, you were excited. Well, that, was the, that was the thing about, like, Raw back in the day. It was a, You always had a pop. There was always a pop you were waiting for. Every week, you had a different pop, even if you didn't expect it or see someone Especially that after pay-per-views. That's why yeah. I do like pay-per-views. I do actually, I've decided this. I am more a fan of pay-per-views being on Sunday for the simple fact of when I was growing up and even now. Every time we have a pay-per-view, I am glued to Monday Night Raw. Exactly. Yeah, because you the watch gu- the pay-per-view and then you're sitting and you're thinking I'm waiting all it. night long. The, the next all day, day. All day. You're like, all right. What? The fallout. What What are we doing? What happened? How, how do we deal with this? Yes. Especially when there's a title change. Yes. There's a screw job. Yep. Doesn't matter. You're sitting there and you're like, oh. You make me want to watch the next show. Exactly. Period. And I think that's something that has been lost for yes. a long time. The fallout. And that's where wrestling got stale. Let's for a not while. talk about the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. Ugh. Oh man, well, no, we tore no, that down. No, no. We tore that down. Uh, you guys weren't here, but me, me and the Mean Lion. By the way, can we say this real quick? Shout out to the Mean Lion. Shout, Shout out, out to the Mean Lion. Okay, uh, there's there's been some uh, some technical issues, and we're both on vacation. That's why he's not here again. But don't 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 think that the Mean's gone. All right, like we all just filling in and, and doing what, but he's still here. And so I want to say, Namin Lion, I love you, brother. And we can't wait till you're back on the show. Maybe maybe we can put, even pull him in on a phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say we should call him some point, you know, and try to. Honestly, you know? I, I can't wait for all of us to be together. I can't wait for all four of us. All four of us. Yeah. And I, I think it'll be absolutely fantastic. And you know what happens at the end of this month? I say we do a. You guys want to do it now, right now? You guys want to do the uh, the the, the two parter for? Uh, I mean, you, you know, you know what happens at the end of this month? Yes, it's coming. SummerSlam, which, which I kind of feel is like weird that it's not in August. I know. I said that to uh, Miss Kanye Twitty. I was like, "This is weird 
not only having it so close to Money in the Bank, but having it, it in July. Feels rushed. Yeah. Like, it's what? because of the Saudi Arabia show. Is it, or not the Saudi you No, know, it's because of the... Uh, is it in England or is it Britain? The uh, Battle of the Castle. I think it's England. That in Glasgow. It's in Glasgow. Oh, it's where it's where Scotland. it's where Glasgow. Drew McIntyre's from. Okay, that, that's no, fine and well. Um, a we talked about the Saudi Arabia stuff, and we, 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 we that's we, lunchable right now. We we we, we passed that care. one. Yeah, we, we don't care. But that's why it was rushed. Is it the Battle of the Castle? Yeah. That's why. I'm excited to see that. I am too. But I still believe SummerSlam should be. In August. Okay. So, and it should be at the end of August because, to me, SummerSlam always is the end of summer. Yeah. It is. It's before we get the legible break through the holidays. Yeah. You, September and we all know pay-per-view is always meh. And then you get the and holidays. Then, then you get uh, Survivor Series uh-huh. in November, which is something that, like, it carries you through. You have December pay-per-view, yep. which if TLC is on December again... They better actually have a table. It is. It is match. really hard. Yes, they should. Like, I mean, the they, tradition- they need to. They, oh, Rudy, you don't know this, but they have uh, gotten rid of yesterday? of uh, TLC. Oh. They've gotten rid of TLC. Oh. So that's why. Yes, I need to see a TLC match somewhere along the line. You know what I'm saying? Well, TLC kind of runs in the same thing with Hell in a Cell. Yep. And we've talked about this. Give me a reason. Hell in a Cell shouldn't be a pay per view. It should be a reason. It should be a match. And every time they do Hell in a Cell, you maybe get one. Yep. And you can't call the pay-per-view that and not do anything. It was just like War Games in uh, the NXT, you know, the black and gold era. You didn't have War Games happen until Regal came out as two factions of people are fighting. And you get them to come out and say War Games. You know what I'm saying? But I, I have something special here. I have something special here. I, and I, I hope it's loud enough. I'm going to put the phone right next to the recorder. But we did call the mean Lion. We have him for a oh, minute. Oh, hey, man. What's up? Hey, hey what is up? What's going uh, hey, on? Hey, Nameen, talk to the people for a minute. Let them know you're still alive. You're still here, man. You got your boy Nameen in the house. I ain't gone nowhere. I'm just on vacation. Living it up with the family. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Word. How was your 4th of July, Nameen? How was your 4th? It's, I mean, it, it can't get much better than where I'm at. You know, I'm on the beach, hanging with family and friends, and... Oh, I'm envious. Envy. Yeah. That's fire. Super jealous. That's the first fire of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, that is fire. Fire. <laughs> oh, I'd love to be on a beach. Uh-huh. What beach you at? Hey. I, I haven't gone anywhere, you guys. Don't be scared. Namine's still here. Mean Namine is not going anywhere. You know we got some got some uh, it, some some beef to handle when you get back uh, with with the casual wrestling crew. Mean Namine Overland. Oh, oh, oh I'm man, I, I'm ready. You ready? All right. Hey, I'm glad we got to get you here for a minute. You, you know what? You go back to handling and enjoying yourself. Like Justin and Rudy have have come in. They're holding it down, but we I say the next pay-per-view, us four do the beginning and after show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, you know, mean to mean still here. Get at us. At. We should go get w- him? Yeah. I say we go w- get him. W- I say we go. Hey, Miss Kanye Twee said we should just go get you. Hey. For that last episode. Yeah. For the next one. I say we go get you. We bring you home for a weekend. 
Let's make it happen. All right. All right. That's Hey, that's you heard it here. It's happening. It's happening yeah. now. We we heard it here. We we we, we gonna bring mean to mean back. I just I'm so glad we got to get I'll you. I'll make you some slamming tacos when you come here, man. Yeah, and I'm hey mean to mean. I don't know why, but ever since uh, uh, the pay per view at Money in the Bank, I've been on my Angelo Dawkins everywhere I go. You know, doing the little stir thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hey, mean to means here. WTFW podcast. Hey, 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 you go enjoy yourself, brother. You go enjoy yourself. Hey, I love y'all. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, and, and casual, we got business to handle. We got business. You already know. <laughs> all right, all right. Yo, I'm so glad we got mean to mean up on this. You know what I mean? You, you know what I mean? No pun intended. <laughs> all right. I love you, man. I love you, mean. I love you, brother. Ah, I, I'm telling you, dude. Mean to mean Oakland. That's where he got the name from. Actually, we have beef with, with with Casual, but that's where he got his name from. Casual named him Mean to Mean in homage to Mean Gene Oakland, and you know what? He 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 adopted it. He took it. One of the greatest announcers of all time. Of all time. Of all time. So, like I said, you know what? Let's get let's finish this this up. Right, uh, so blood let, and guts. Let, blood and guts. No, let's get into the main thing. Well, we have to finish blood and guts just so it's done. Right. What what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Because I'm gonna say this: it was one of the bloodiest matches I've seen in a long time. The 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 well, injury to Santana, it. the injury to Santana was brutal. But I'm gonna say this: it was it stood out to me on par with all the great cage matches War Games I've ever seen. Because they have something to prove, and they proved, as I said, um, this being on TV. They proved that you don't have to do a pay-per-view every time and you can make something great. And doing that, A, not only helps the AEW brand, but again, it makes you want to watch. Yeah. That's why I want to see Dynamite today. You, They built it up um, with AEW versus uh, New Japan. They built that up and you got, you got excited. Like You yes. wanted to see yes. what was going to happen. And you just don't see that anymore. Yeah. And it was nice. Like, all right. Like, I, I, I'm excited. I'm watching something on cable TV. That much blood on cable TV. Yeah, well, yeah. That much blood. So I'm going to say this. You know what? I'm going to make a vote. Blood and Guts was fire. From, from everything that I read, it was absolute fire. Absolute fire. I'm bummed I missed it. Like, you want to see it, huh? Yeah. I really want to see it now. Yeah. And that's the thing. is If a match happens, where I want to see it. Where... It's become like an obsession to see it the next day. They did their job. They did their job. And they did it well. So you, what do you say? You say fire? I say fire. And it reminded me of when uh, the first time I saw Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega in New Japan Wrestling. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. Watching that match. Watching the build-up for it. Watching something that you never thought happened. Seeing that. And Rudy, you and I have talked about this before. How that's something that kind of caught you into getting you into the Bullet Club. Yeah. It was. Your jaw dropped. It's fire. You sat there and you were hooked on every minute and you couldn't wait to see what they're doing next. What's going to happen next? And you kept 
there there wasn't a stale moment where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I need to go have a lunch bowl. I need to go have a cigarette. Yeah, I need to go and grab a beer. You actually yeah. hold it in because you don't want it. You don't want to miss nothing. No, you're, you're watching the the, the commercial not, break. The, you're not the picture in picture. Yeah, you're not getting up at all, and you're going, oh, okay. By the way, um, AEW's picture in picture compared to what we've seen WWE do. AEW actually is like I'll, I'll watch picture in picture. Things happen. WWE, like it's nothing's happening. It's bad. Nothing's happening. Yeah. All right, we go say this. Blood guts, fire, fire, flat fire. out fire, 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 fire. All right, all right. Let's Inferno. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Let's go. Let's go uh, in order. If you can pull it up, I want to do it in order. Well, there's the first thing we need to talk about. Women's women's money in the bank. Match. Shotzi, I'm gonna say this. We're gonna get some trash, trash out of the way. Trash. Poor shot. And I'm not saying she's trash. I'm a big Shotzi fan. But she had an off day. It was bad. She had an off day where she almost broke Rudy. She had a, a spot where they set the ladder up in the corner so you could run up it. And I thought she was going to break her leg because her foot went through the opening. There's another time where she picked Alexa Bliss up to do a back slam or something. And, and yes, the ladder was already broken. But poor Alexa Bliss, she had to sell this no move. And it was horrible. She went, put it this way. You can go on Twitter and look at Shotzi. She was trending. That's how horrible... She was in the match, and I feel bad for it. I'm not saying she's she's trash. Her performance <clears throat> that that day was trash. But you take that out of it and take Raquel Gonzalez out of it because she was inexperienced. Bottom line, that match for the first match of the night, fire. They those girls put on was the it, show. Was it just her timing off completely throughout the match? Do you, do you think that hurts her career though? No, it doesn't. She had a bad day. She had a bad day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is yeah. Shotzi just had a bad day? You know, nothing was working for her. But with all the other women in that match, they put on a show. And at the end, you, we really actually believed that Becky was going to win it. And having the spot where she pushed Liv Morgan from the other ladder off to go off to the ring, she balanced it. And, and it reminded me of Kofi at, at uh, the, uh, at the uh, Royal Rumble where he botched the landing. I thought it might happen, but no. She hit the top rope with her foot. She pushed herself back up with the ladder, knocked Becky off. And I'm going to say this. Right there in that in that stadium, not stadium, but the uh, arena, man, the pop for Liv Morgan was was exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I'm going to say this. I've been saying it for weeks. I know not a lot of people are high on Liv sometimes. She was trash for a while, but she has done the work. Her matches have been better every single time. And now I believe that now... Even though I wanted her to have the title before, I understand why it took until now to get it, but it made sense. I'm behind it, and so, I'm, I'm in. So, so who's, something, who's, something I can get behind, and uh, we'll address this later on with the men's money in the bank. It was nice to see it's not one of the people you expected. Yeah. It wasn't the same routine. I and, thought it was Oscar or Becky, no matter we, what. We talked about this over and over how tired we are of it's always Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair or Ronda Sasha Rousey. Sasha Banks or Ronda Rousey. Sasha Banks. That's it. Like it, This constant routine of you're, we're getting tired of it. Seeing someone different, seeing someone who, like you said, like she's done the work, she's earned it. Yeah. I was glad to see it. I was glad to see <gasps> something different. And it was a good way to start the show off. I must say this, Justin. We actually in the crowd, there was a, con, a a joint feeling in the crowd. 
even though we wa- a lot of us wanted Liv maybe to win or Alexa to win, that was the two people that, that most of the crowd wanted. I mean, Becky we thought was going to win. But I'm going to say this. It gave us something different to the point where we felt like we didn't, we couldn't call it. We got surprised. Well, you talked about it, like Vegas odds. They, they, they destroyed Vegas's odds with the whole pay-per-view. Vegas paid out money for WWE's booking. Oh, I, I believe it. Across the board. And we talked about it in the last show that me and Rudy were with you. Like, it, it wasn't what we expected. And Vince always says, expect the unexpected, and only in the last two pay-per-views, and for a long time. I'm starting to get that feeling a little bit. Okay, but out of that match, whose performance were you completely impressed by, even if they didn't win? Like, it, someone that just put in the work. It, it was like, definitely Becky Lynch. Really? Becky Lynch, there's a reason why she's a top dog. There's a reason why she is a main attraction. Is because even when she's not winning a title or, or speaking on a microphone, what she does in the ring is amazing. And she's gotten so much better than she even was before. Well, you know, it's like talking about uh, Seth Rollins and how even though he hasn't won, when you watch his match with someone. They're never a lunchable. It sells. No, absolutely. And you're you're absolutely impressed by it. Yep. He doesn't have to win. His work ethic is impeccable. And to, I, to go I, over in a loss as a wrestler, in my opinion, is the best quality a wrestler can have. And I think that's lost. And it's been lost for a long time. Yes. It's a very old school thing to have the guy that the person that loses be the uh, one that goes. Undertaker over. talks about it a lot. He goes, All these titles, to be honest with you, Undertaker said it in his documentary. He goes, Hey, these are fake titles. These are storyline stories that we write. He's like, it's not important to have the title. What's important and the best gratifying moment is putting somebody over. And if you look at The Undertaker in his career, yes. Has he won the title multiple times? Absolutely. He's held multiple titles. But it was never The Undertaker had, you know, like the, the record. Yeah. There, there was no, like, you know. All he had to do Rick, was have his Rick Flair has a record of this many titles. John Cena's come close to doing this. Randy Orton has this many titles. All we want it, to do is see him wrestle. It doesn't matter. When you hear that music and Taker walks out... You're in. That That's all that matters. That's the it. Thing, the you thing you about, don't care. The thing about The Undertaker that I always appreciated, with, um, especially during larger matches and events, is that often at the time, the person he's wrestling is pushed over on the crowd. Yeah, they go over. He puts people he puts, over. puts them over. And everyone wants that person to win for a minute second. Like they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Even the diehard Undertaker fans. Yeah. For a moment, he he can. He's so good. It was so good that he could even as a fan of him, he would almost make you root for the other guy. It was almost like Flair back in his prime. Like good a lot, point. A lot of times that you would just watch Flair beat the living heck out of someone, and then you're just cheering on that other person, and then Flair would take it, or he it would be a disqualification, or he would lose. But he would always push the other person over. Yes. And not only that, the next time you saw that other person, you, you were ready. You were in. Mm-hmm. You, you want to see it. Or respected them a whole lot more. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, and following this, we're, we're just going to skip a couple matches and just cover the whole subject because mm-hmm. we're on live. I called this on the show. I called it when I got there. As soon as it happened, one of the guys you, you, next to me you, looked you right at right me. right into the next match? He looked right. No, we're going to jump over to her cash in. No, that's what I'm talking about. You want to talk about that? Because Liv cashed in, Rudy. Yeah. And she won it. And okay. she's no, the only girl outside the four horsewomen to that, pin Ronda Rousey. Let's talk about that match. Okay. Ronda Rousey. The actual match? Yeah. 
Rhonda and Natalia. For a technical match that we don't see a lot of anymore, they have chemistry. We all know that she was trained by Natalia. So I told you before, I feel Natalia is the female version of Bret Hart. Yes. She is the best there ever was, the best there ever will be. Yes. She's absolutely talented. She is a company girl, no question. Yes. But she has put so many people over. Yes. She is absolutely talented in that ring. Well, yes. Sort of what did I say like, compared it, it, to? I said it, she's the female Dolph Ziggler. I I was okay. You can't argue that. But and you need those people. Any match that I see her in, I, I'm going to watch. I will. I, I'm going to enjoy it because I know it's not going to be crap. I may hate her character. I may hate her storyline or her gimmick. But when the bell rings, ding, ding, I'm watching. I, I know she's going to have a great match. I know whoever she's with, it's going to be a good match. Yeah. and More often than not. I mean, she does have, but it's chemistry too. We talk about this a lot. You and me off, off, off script. We talk about this chemistry. And as we talked about earlier, you know for a fact that they actually got in there and not so much like rehearse, but they got in the ring together. We could tell from the crowd. We could they, tell from the crowd. It, it wasn't like what you see, and it's a big problem with WWE. Uh, you know, like, these people don't get together. I will say this. They, they always... That I always the giveaway to match in, and regionals. I get a lot of gruff yeah, be, because I, I, I'm so high on AEW lately, but the one thing that I would say is trash about AEW, and the reason why I say this is because WWE has dark matches, right? Mm-hmm. They also have house shows that aren't televised. Yeah. We all know this, that Seth Rollins lost to Cody Rhodes 15, 15 times, times. Yep. in a row before their pay-per-view match. So they get a lot of matches. time. Matches. But they get a lot of time to work together and create that chemistry. In AEW, they don't have all that extra matches and that extra time. So you can it see. Shows, no, it shows dramatically that there is no chemistry. Chemistry is the number one thing you have to have in that ring. And when you see things like that, it becomes stale. It becomes blocky. And it gives us clunky matches. Yeah. And, you know, like you get about halfway through it and you're like, all right. Stay right there. The WWE Podcast will return after this quick break. So in addition to pro wrestling that I need every day, I don't know about you, I need coffee every day, and I need quality coffee. That's why I go with coffeeofvalhalla.com. They get fresh roasted specialty coffee, roasted the day it ships to your door. Again, it's coffeeofvalhalla.com. That's coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A. V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A.com because the owner is a former service member trying to take care of his battle buddies. He donates 50% of the proceeds to StopSoldierSuicide.org. So order today and use discount code 10OFF, all one word, for a 10% discount or you can subscribe and save 15% off of your order. So go get some coffee again at coffeeofvalhalla.com, coffeeofvalhalla.com, guys, and also donate to a great cause and have a great cup of coffee, guys. Coffeeofvalhalla.com. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. This, you can tell this not working. This isn't working. It's right. much like the ECW era. ECW era, they would do 
regional, uh, they would have regional matches. They would go go to Boston or go to Massachusetts and have a match uh, to work out the bugs yeah. for a televised match or even uh, later pay-per-views. That, I've always given, like, I used to love going to regional matches for WWF. Yeah. Because you could kind of see what was going on. Well, it's the reason why I won't go to a house show. Mm -hmm. Because I know that has nothing to do with Mm storyline. I know that it's, I mean, it would be fun because I know they get to be a little more looser at those shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I don't want to watch those shows because I am here for the product. Mm -hmm. And I don't need those. I I don't want, it's like mm -hmm. Alan Iverson, practice? Yeah. Practice? We hear about practice? I don't want to watch practice. But in, 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 the, in, in a weird way, though, I love those house shows because I get they to serve see a purpose. Chemistry they do. They serve a purpose. And no, like you can't always be at Raw. You can't always be at SmackDown. You can't always be at the pay per view. That and they're cheap. They're really cheap. But especially like if you have your kids with you and you can take your kids and they can go see those stars that. Yeah. They, they don't ever get a chance to. Right. Yeah, it's not Raw. It's not SmackDown. It's not a pay-per-view. But... They get those, to see them you, you think those 15 shows of Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. For 15 shows, people saw the two biggest stars they have. Wrestled. And I guarantee you... I bet they were fun. Kids walked out of there. Stars in their eyes. Completely... Sent them home ex- happy. Exactly. Gosh they, dang it, we said it. They, they loved it. They were so excited. And, you know, you think about it as a kid, if your parents brought you to that, you'd be the same way. Yep. You would absolutely oh, be. Yeah. Right. I grew like, up in California. It's only because we're older, we look at it from a different perspective. That And when you went to school the next day? You talked about it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, I got to see Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. Speaking of which, speaking of which about talking about it, I'm going to say this. One of the coolest things about Vegas, you know, it's fire. Vegas was fire, by the way. The whole vacation was fire. I will say this. There's multiple places we went. you can't have a good time in Vegas, like, I don't know. Well, it was cool with the wrestling aspect because the hotel we stayed at, the kid there that was working, he, he was disappointed that he couldn't go because he had tickets. The, the stratosphere, we went to the Strat, and the guy that was working at the Strat two days later, the reason why he was working was because he got the pay-per-view off to go to the pay-per-view. So you know what they did? And this is trash. I'm going to say this is trash. You know what his employer did because he took the day off to go to the, the, the WWE show? They gave him a, a job when he came back that was standing. And and he's like, yep, I'm not normally here on the floor standing here doing this. But because I took the day off, they made me do the, the crap job. And I was like, you know, I'm going to say to that employer, that's trash. That's yeah, trash. Like, you get punished for going to a show? Trash. Well, especially in Vegas. Well, in, what, what is Vegas? Vegas is shows. And Vegas everywhere. this year, they had the UFC event at the same time. They had Kevin Hart. They had Chris Rock. Mm. They went all out for Fourth of July. I'm gonna say Vegas. Thank you. The the fireworks was amazing. The 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 all the attractions were amazing. It was. It felt like an event weekend. Okay. So off subject. Would you say UFC is getting sale? I would say I don't have an opinion because guess what? I have stopped. It. I've already checked out of UFC. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I've checked out. It it's gotten stale. I don't it's even really care. Stale. I can't think of a star right now in UFC. That I care about. The only, the only, I, I want to watch that. I don't know her, her actual name, but the uh, small, bald-headed girl. Uh, I don't know her name, but she's amazing to watch, and I would watch a match with her. Well, I, but I, I'm I, not going to go out of my way to even look to see when they are. I checked out of it too, and I wouldn't spend money on a. I don't, I don't care about UFC. I don't. I'd rather watch wrestling. Well, I'm just saying about the house shows as a kid. Growing up in California, the house shows were generally in Sacramento. And, 
in Bakersfield. Yep. And it was always a big deal to go see that because, yeah, of course you would get to see stars that you normally wouldn't get to see. Um, usually in L.A., the bigger shows were there. And as a kid, house shows are important. Are you excited for Prestige? Because no, people don't know. Absolutely. Y'all don't know. We absolutely. get Me and Rudy are going to another Prestige event, and we get to see a bunch of people, Kazarian, um, yeah. ACH, some people from the Forbidden Door. I'm excited for that. And it's I'm 175 excited. people. I'm it's, excited to be in the Splash Zone. We are in what's called, if you all don't know, we are in what's called the Splash Zone. It's the first two rows. There is no barrier around the ring. But there is a note on your ticket that says, if you are not willing to move or cannot move, when the wrestler gets thrown into your section, then please go get another seat. And right now, there's only a couple standing room tickets left, but 175 people is the only the only crowd. I'm excited. Yeah. You and me yeah. are going to have to do an episode uh, from It's Portland. the first time I've been excited being that close to the I hate you both because I have to, to work. Miss Kanye Twitty is so mad right now at me. I bet. I keep telling she her, though, be. just buy a standing room ticket and go. Oh, yeah, because, you know, that's the same. You it, guys are talking about being in the splash zone. Thank <laughs> you. Like, oh, oh like, you know what? This is the first time. Let's just acknowledge. Uh, acknowledge. Miss Kanye Twitty is always around when we're doing these episodes. She She's really shy. She doesn't talk a lot, but I've been trying to get. But, yes, it, it took her being mad about this show because me and Rudy are in Splash Zone. Yeah, it's the first time I've been in the Splash Zone since uh, ECW's pay-per-view in Los Angeles. And oh. you want me to buy a standing room only ticket. That was oh, back, in the, that was back <laughs> in the 90s. Like, come on, dude. Come on. And, uh, like, that, it got a little freaky. That's, that's a freaky. dick move, dude. That's <laughs> a dick call you made. It, 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 got a little, it got a little freaky when we were doing that, even back then, but with no barrier. Ooh, buddy. Uh, hey, we're gonna, and me and Rudy have already said we're going to take signs that say, I sign a consent form, mm-hmm. I will take a bump. Because I want to take a bump, Justin. Throw a wrestler in me. Pick me up and throw me into a wrestler. I'm in. I'll sell it. I'm all in. I'm excited. I'm excited. But back to subject. Back to subject. Liv Morgan cashes in on Ronda Rousey yeah. and wins the title. And she is the first person outside of the four horsewomen to pin Ronda Rousey. Now, it should also be talked about that Ronda Rousey was behind this completely. You know what? Uh, Justin, I'm going to let you take this over because... I was in Vegas for the show, so I didn't get to do a lot of research and whatnot. I'm actually like I usually glad. do. I'm and, actually glad. And go ahead and explain to these people the research so, you did. Some of the first things I saw. Oh, by the way, everybody in the WWE podcast majority can't. They, they have Ronda Rousey on the perma trash list. I, I, I can understand that. We had a conversation yeah. about it. Um, it, it. It's a hit or miss thing on that. And yeah, it's she. She's very stale and very stagnant, and it it's the same routine over and over and over again. Uh, one of the first things I want to discuss is the pay per view wasn't lined up at all until about an hour before the show. We talked about this. The Stephanie, matches were lined up, but the winners weren't. No, Stephanie McMahon had a conversation an hour before the show of what's going on. When it was decided, Ronda Rousey made it a point that she was putting Liv Morgan over. And she had stipulations, but she wanted to make sure and put her over. And we just said that that is one of the most important things. Yeah, she... Is putting other people over. She got behind it. And it would have been so easy for her to be like, no, I'm not going to do this. And she could have been... She would have been validated. But is she she becoming a company girl? 
I think she's always been a company girl. I'm going to say this. Yeah, really? Rosie? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Are you going to be getting she didn't understand? I No, I don't think, I think she's a company girl. It. I think she's actually trying to be a wrestler. Yes. She's trying to be you know, a part of I that team. The culture and everything. I mean, yeah. And uh, what she did was absolutely perfect because she understood, hey, it's not all about me. Yep. And... Important. One of my things that I hate about Charlotte Flair is it always seems with Charlotte Flair, it she has to be, to be yeah, it, yep. it has to be her. It constantly has yeah. to be. It's a diva thing. And it it is. And it's because of her name. Oh, yep. Absolutely. And, you know, she needs to have this. Some off-screen and stuff that happened after Ronda lost, after she got pinned, you know what she did? She, after she, she, she lost... She made a quick, soft... She actually... I don't know if you saw this on the paper because I haven't seen it on TV. But after she won, or Liv won, Ronda walked up with the title in hand, and handed it to her. her, and then they broke character for a second, and she gave her a hug, and I could see what she... She was talking to Liv in her ear and paid her respect. I do like it when they break and, character for that reason. And honestly, that's great. That's fantastic. And then she rolled out of the ring and slow and, and gave disappeared. her her moment. Yes, she did. <coughs> she gave her her moment. Yes, she did. And you would never see that out of Charlotte Flair. You'd never see that out of Becky Lynch either. I would not. Becky's another one. No, I've no, seen her do it though. I, I I've, I've seen been, her do it. Made some, I, I, I've I, seen I, Becky I, I do it. I question the Becky one, but Charlotte Flair. No, you're not going to see never. It. But it was great to see that. You know, again, as we talked, you're seeing someone new. It's not the same routine. She she gave it to her. She let her have her moment. She let her shine. Liv deserved the you deserve a chance. She she's she got earned the it. pop that she earned. Absolutely. And now we have a new story. And I'm excited. Now we have something different. And it's not the same routine. Even the haters of Liv Morgan the, can't can can if you can't get behind that this. We keep having is it's the same story over and over again. Now I'm excited for the women's All right, title. All right, I'm going to ask you a hard question. Both of y'all. All right. Because this is the tough question. Now that she got it, what? Who's next? Do you immediately have to go with Ronda? Or do you go with someone new? And if you go with someone new, who would you pick? Okay. Who's her first feud? So they have to do the Ronda one. We have SummerSlam four weeks away. They, they, they have to do that. Even though they said they're not going to do rematches anymore automatically. I think they have to do you, that. You're going to have that So match. after Ronda. And you need to have a legitimate match between the two of them that yes. isn't a cash-in. Well, yes, and I agree with that. You know what? You, you're going to love the match. I bet and we I, will. I, I bet they work on it. And that finishes putting Liv over. Uh, absolutely. Where they go from there? Who? Um, Give me one. It's, it, no. Make you know, it. Honestly, like I, I don't have one for you. You've got to pick somebody. Here's my problem. After SummerSlam, we're going into the dead zone. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to have... The building zone. Actually, don't call it... It's never a dead zone. It's a building zone where they start. The dead zone, out. I would say, would be the November, no, it, December. Yeah. That's the dead zone. No, it, it, it's complete dead zone. You can't say November. Survivor Series. Not now. Survivor Series is November. We, we've talked about this. That is an important pay-per-view. No one really wants to talk Make about it Make it important to me. Exactly. Right now, Survivor Series to me is trash. September and October... Those are going to be like kind of gimmies, and those it'll be like watching. Um, so, would you say Liv may have accidentally gotten this title at the worst possible time? No, 
I don't because I think it's something we can build on. So you see the space that they have to build. There's something. That well, then can give me one. I'm saying this is what we do. Give me I, one. Give me somebody. Who would you want to see? Then even your fanboy coming out. Who do you want to see your feud with? I want to see something from NXT. I, ooh, huh. ooh. I, huh. I I don't want to see someone from the main roster. I know who it is. Then I I you just put me over. And I have one person. One who she's been gone off TV for a long time. People are forgetting about her. Io Shirai. I can see that. Not I, Bailey, EO. I, I could see that as a legit thing. I could see Bailey coming back. I yep. think that's, I think that's who it is, is Bailey. I, that's I, my pick. I think that this could be, and if they do this right, a proper stepping stone. Long-term storytelling, please. Exactly. If they do this right, you could start doing something different that we haven't seen for a while. But if they do because, it wrong, it'll be Big E and Bianca all over again. And we're tired of that. And we'll get into Bianca. Bianca will be next. We'll we're, do that next. We're, 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 we'll talk about that. But no, it it's time for a change. Yes. and So much talent in NXT. The, the thing about AEW and WWE now being fighting hand-to-hand. And AEW is getting... Getting a bigger, like, they have a little bit more because now they're incorporating New Japan. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. They've Impact. been with Impact. They're, they're, they're bringing everything to the table. WWE has to do something different and dramatic. WWE and, has the big enough roster of all those combined down, darn and, near. And here we go. Here's a perfect example of how to do it. Opportunity. We have a new star. She just won the title. Throw people under under her. We can now finally start having a conversation about different people. Put other people over. Let them have great matches. I, I say this. I actually now they, want to see Liv at WrestleMania. If you sit there and you see Liv drop it to Ronda, you're going to be upset. I am. I will say if this. If you see her... Drop it to Natalia. You're going to be upset. Yes. If Charlotte Flair shows up and takes it, that you're is going the to be running. Upset. That is the running uh, and prediction. That's what happens it's Charlotte all the time. But if you watch her go and all these women in NXT who deserve shots, yes, and or see, even on the main you roster, start give seeing me matches sh- that you're not you're not used to seeing. You're going to be entertained again. I, you're ready for it. I would you want to watch something new. I would personally like to see Liv go through all the girls in the uh, Money in the Bank match. Honestly, I wanted to see her go through Shotzi, go through Raquel Gonzalez, then have a big, you know, a go through a, a Becky. I'll say, I said, I, it. I can't believe I said it. I want to see Liv Morgan beat Becky Lynch. I think Liv Morgan and Asuka. Would be I think absolutely amazing. You know match. what? You know, Miss Kanye Twitty's here. Go, who did you want to win? You go ahead and answer. Who did you want to win the Money in the Bank? Oscar. She Same. wanted Oscar, and I'm going to say this: Oscar is a is is a is a person. No matter what, male or female, I'm okay almost every single time with her winning any match. She's a badass. Period. Yes. And you know what? That's okay with PG-13. No, she's, Badass she's, is fine. Oh, yeah. We go with that. She's, she's fine. I mean, you, you would watch. She's fine. You would watch she's Liv fine. Morgan Absolutely and Oscar, And you could take that match. Oh, my. You could take that match and have a count out, a disqualification. But there's only one way it works. Oscar needs to turn heel. Mm-hmm. 
I've been saying it since the beginning. I want the dark character of Oscar from Japan. Yeah, you could do that, but you wouldn't need to. Wait, because you would watch that match, and they could do it the next pay per view, and you're still going to watch that match. You're going to continue to watch it because both of them have talent, and they're could they do it as both as as both being babyfaces? Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. Because that's the hardest match, in my opinion, to do is a storyline with two babyfaces. I think they could do it based on they could sell it as they're both competitors. Yes. They're both trying to be the best. Not every babyface needs to just be a gimme, gimme, gimme. They can yeah. be competitive. This is wrestling, right? No, and, So and, you should be competitive. And that's your sell right there. Is you, just be competitive. Let's get past this, oh, babyface, heel... This, that, the bad guy, yes, the good the guy. the formula. What if we just went on competition? Yeah. What if it just boiled down to that? And I think that's something that the women's division can sell that I don't think the men's division can. Wow, I just took something off my trash list. My trash list was uh, the whole concept, and it was a match. I don't know where it was, but they after Lexa Bliss lost to Liv Morgan, then they came out and did a three-on-three match on, I think, SmackDown or something, and they were on the same team acting like best friends, and that rubbed me wrong. But now, you just put me over, Justin. I, th- I do now believe that if done properly, a babyface versus babyface storyline actually would be something different and fresh. And I, I could see it. And, and it would be great. It would be something that, A, we're not seeing all the time, but B, actual competition. Competition. It's wrestling. It, it, it's a match that you're going to be intrigued the entire time because it's not just, oh, the heel wins or the baby face wins. You're going to sit there through that entire match and go, who takes These are this? two amazing professional wrestlers putting it on putting it on the line. Who takes this? Yeah, you're almost rooting for both. You are. Give me that. That's what I want. I want a match where I'm rooting for both people. And I will say this. I, I and you know what, Ms. Connie, she might chime in because we know about the war <clears throat> in our house after Cody and Seth. But I will say this honestly, beyond the shadow of a doubt, watching the match, I would have been and popped and I did. There's parts of me that didn't care who won. There was reasons for me to be excited either way. You were happy with it. I was happy with it. You you watched something that it wasn't a one-sided deal. It wasn't the same routine of, oh, this person gets you know this far, and then all of a sudden something happens. You watched two individuals go and put on a show. A show. And that's what they're there for. And that's why we watch. And that's what you want. And I think with Liv Morgan, I there's think a we, huge opportunity. I, I think we have a really good shot for it. I'm, I'm with you though, Oscar. I think Oscar. I think Oscar because they have a match. I haven't seen. We haven't seen Raw. None of us have. But I think that Oscar and Becky, after they finish their match on Raw, I don't know how it happened or what happened yet. But I think that's a good way to end that feud. And I would say this: I think Oscar is the best person to put up against uh, Liv Morgan next, and she could put. Live over. And Oscar is absolutely talented. She's one of the best in the world. One of my top five female wrestlers in the world. And I, I don't feel like she's been used properly in WWE. I think they definitely misused her. The language uh, barrier I, is a huge a huge part of it. It is. But, again, it goes back to what's the same thing that happens every time. Charlotte Flair, Becky yep. Lynch. 
Ronda Rousey. They're at a point in WWE right now. Us as fans, they can't give that to us right now. We won't take it. We're getting tired. The only person we'll take is is Bailey, because she's been out. She's the only one. And even when Bailey comes back, is that something you want to see right away? Um, I want I want Bailey to happen, and I and do I don't want, want to feel do like it's watch, rushed. Do you want to watch Bailey and Liv Morgan go right at it right now? No. Yeah. Do I want to see Bailey come back? Yes. But that is something you can build up. All right. Let's let's talk about the tag team match. It, okay. Oh, but hey, well, let's wrap up and put a pin in, in Liv Morgan. Right. Oh, would we say it's fire her fire. winning money in the bank? Fire. And it's fire her cashing in and winning? Fire. It was fire. Fire. And from the, right now, Liv Morgan is on the fire list. Uh, it, it was great. Yes. It was not expected. And let's go to the I next fire. To to, totally behind it. Yeah. 100% behind it all the way. All right. That was the best thing they could have done. And it really, in my opinion, it did something for the women's division that we haven't seen for a while. Yeah. Someone outside the Four Horsemen you, and Ronda. Ronda, I'd say Four Horsemen and Ronda. You you got something that made you go, okay. Emotionally I'm, invested. I, I'm I'm really interested to see what, what we happens. always say, emotionally I'm, I'm, invested. I'm interested to see what happens with the women's division now. So let's go to the next fire of the night. And I'm saying this before we say anything. Match of the night. And I, and and if you watch the pay per view, and I so, know this so happened, be, you may not be, believe me. Be, I started the fart fight forever chant before you say anything. I want to say exactly what you and I talked about prior to starting this. The two best tag teams in WWE right now, hands down, put on a show. Wow, you cannot deny it. The Usos and the Street Profits. Fight forever. Fight. I want to see more. That, that as I said this earlier, it reminded me of watching for the first time when Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys went at it. Yes. And you, your jaw dropped, and you were completely, what did I just see? You know what happened during that match, Justin? I, I went to go get food. I thought that uh, maybe the, uh, the uh, uh, Natalia or the Carmella match was coming up. So I went to go get food. I'm halfway in the line to get food. You know how long it takes to get food in a line at a show like that, right? Oh, yeah. As soon as the music hit for the Street Profits, I looked at the guy next to me, and I go, darn it. I can't do this. And I turned around, and I walked in. I don't think you said darn it. but I did. We PG-13, but I said, darn it. I can't be here. How are you going to miss the match of the night? I knew it was going to be the match of the night before it happened, and they did not disappoint. And I'm going to give the biggest fire credit to one person. Yeah, we know Montez Ford is amazing. He's going to be a superstar. We know the Usos are amazing, so, but Andrew Doc, Angelo Dawkins. I, I read that uh, Montez might be getting a push for the they, 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 They've been saying that for a while, but Angelo Dawkins proved something else at, at the I, show. I don't, I don't think they should. Don't do it. Up. Don't do it. It's not time. No, it's I, not time. I, I, I think they have. I think they deserve to continue. Angelo doing. Dawkins went above and beyond, and as the biggest guy in that match, he was moving just as well as they were. So the reason <laughs> I don't think they should do this is because of what happened with um, the New Day. Yes, and sir. It it definitely ruined things. Yes, uh, Kofi Kingston, that had to happen. That was on but, accident, but, but that was by chance. Injury. That worked very well. And everyone wanted to see Kofi, who had been there for years. He deserved getting a shot. A time. He deserved his moment. Biggie, they ruined. 
Yes. They they completely ruined that. But let's get the match itself. Fire. It was it was fire. Uh, period. So let's talk about the controversy then. At, at the end, you you did the research, and I will say this from our point of view in the stadium. As soon as the match ended, it did feel like it wasn't supposed to happen. It did feel like something was off, and then they immediately showed the replay on the screen. And his shoulder was up, but I'm telling you, the ref did his job because he didn't see it. Well, and that's why. And was, so he has to. And that's count. why I was talking about what uh, Rob Van Dam came out on Twitter, and he, he made his opinion very clear, and it made complete sense. Okay, yes, shoulders up, but this is no different than the ref not seeing someone's leg on the rope. Uh, not seeing the trunks pulled. Yep. Not seeing someone interfere yep. and hit him with the chair and knocking him out. The ref did his job. The ref did his job. That's how this is played. Did we all get upset about it? Yeah. Did I want to see the Street Profits win? Absolutely. I'm kind of done with the Usos just being. But because the, of that match, I'm okay thing. with them fighting a couple more matches. I, I'm ready to see it again. Yep. Run it back. I'm ready for another one. Yep. And better yet, now give me a stipulation. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> give, give me a steel cage match. Oh, man. Oh, man. You're or just giving goosebumps. Or even better, give me a legit Hell in a Cell match. Usos, Street Profits, Hell in a Cell. You, give it to me. Or give me table, ladders, and chairs. No, I don't want... Hell of a Cell does it for me. Yeah, Hell give, of a Cell give, would definitely be... Give me something that, like, it's okay. Give these four men a chance to blow the roof off the joint. And I bet you they will. I know they will. You don't have to bet me nothing. Or just I, give me an old school It's one of the only match. matches that I would sit there and go, okay, a tag team can close Possible the match of the year. A tag team match could close a pay-per-view. And it would be the possible match of the year. Easily. Easily. A cage match, you know, false count anywhere kind of match. Standing ovation. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yes. Absolutely. Keep keep everyone out of it. No interference. No Let these four men put on a show. Yeah. Let's see it. Let's see them show their pure, pure talent. The Usos are absolutely amazing. The Street Profits have shown over and over again. They are something to be reckoned with. And I think they need I'm the ready. title now. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch something that, like... I'm ready for a real tag team match. And who else could they all elevate? You know? What, what other tag teams do we have that are worth anything right oh, now? Okay, so trash. I'm going to say trash. I've, I've, I've watched the uh, Viking Raiders since NXT. And they were amazing in NXT. They were mean. They were brutal. But the whole concept that WWE is shoving down my throat of the vicious Viking Raiders. Come, stop. 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 I love the Viking Raiders as professional wrestlers. They are amazing in the ring. But I don't like, I their don't gimmick like doesn't they, work for me. I don't like how they treat them. And yep. when they were in Ring of Honor, they were way better. Yep. They were absolutely phenomenal. So, you, so, so I would say this. I think the uh, snafu at the end, if it was... I think the snafu at the end actually is a blessing in disguise, and I think that it creates even it gave them more meat to chew on. You know what I'm saying? It gave them more meat to chew on. 
So that's why we're looking forward to the Street Profits and Usos again. And I, I started the chant. No one was saying it, but I started the Fight Forever chant at the pay-per-view. That was me, Kanye Twitty, WTFW Podcast. I swear we started that. And I'm not just going to say it was me, because guess what I did, Justin? We took uh, Miss Kanye Twitty's 10-year-old son to his first show. He didn't know we were going to Vegas until we got to the airport, That which is fire, which is fire. And once I told him we were going to the Money in the Bank, his eyes lit up, and he was right there with me starting every chant. There's another chant I started. Huh. When they say, uh, let's go, or Cena, instead of saying Cena sucks, I started saying CM Punk. And the whole corner of the crowd with me started doing it with me. And I'm going to do it every show from now on. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Let's go Cena. CM Punk. <laughs> so we're all going to say fire. Fire. Absolute fire. Oh, Absolutely. Absolute fire. Um, again, like I have to bring this up. We we don't have any good tag team matches anymore. But they're in NXT. NXT. Yes, they got them. They got them. They have access to them. So now I want to see them. I want to see them. So let's go to the trash because there's the next match we're gonna talk about. I, I, it was trash, not because they were bad, because Carmella put on a show. I'm going to say Carmella did, she was brutal. She was hard hitting. She knocked Bianca Belair so hard. And this is going to be a tough one for uh, me talking about this because uh, it, it's, it's a very well-known fact in my house. Miss Kanye Twitty is a huge Bianca fan. And I am too. But you and me talked about this off air. Her title reign is starting to feel like Big E's. It's stale. Stale. It is. It's boring. It is the Lunchable match. Bianca Belair has become a Lunchable. That's when I went and got food. I, I, I I had really like no no dog in this fight, is the best way to put it. I didn't believe um, Bianca and there was no chance in my mind that Bianca was losing. None. I I like Carmella. Um I like her going back to more her original character, her original gimmick, just being I, you I know, think, the I Staten think Island a, girl. I think there's a lot more they can do with it. But I'm so tired of Bianca Beller. It's just boring. 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 It's boring every time. I'm not going to give her a trash for her match because the match was good. I'm going to give it the lunchable break. I, I, I just... I didn't care. That Honestly, like, we could not talk about that match. And yeah. It wouldn't it, bug me. So it's a lunchable break. Lunchable. It's a lunchable. Yeah, it, Be we, better. We, we don't even want to talk about it. Be better. All right. So then after that, okay, we got Liv. We got the Ronda. We got the uh, lunchable break. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh... Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory. Bobby Lashley won. And that was unexpected in that crowd. And Bobby Lashley, I'm going to say, I don't know how that is on TV, but Bobby Lashley is over 100% with the crowd. So we, we talked about um, that a little bit earlier. Um, Bobby's been a lunchable break for me for almost a year, bro. We, we talked about you know how we both kind of feel that um, they meet the crowd and they don't yep. want to allow like certain people to be getting over the way they do. Bobby Lashley's very talented. And the crowd's undeniably behind him. He He's had very bad promos yes. over the years. Oh, I've always said this. Bobby Lashley on a microphone, scripted promos, trash. Trash. But just, I think he's having the Brock Lesnar thing now where I feel like now his promos, just he's talking. Just, just let him go and put his own thing on there. Let him have that moment. Give him like, bullet points. We, yeah. We, we talked about 
um, earlier how one of the best errors in wrestling was when they allowed people to just talk. Yeah. Greatest promo we talked about, Degeneration X. Yep. The presidential promo. Where USA got mad at them for saying everything. And they got up there and went, we are told we can't say this, 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 and this. And they just let everything go. Absolutely hilarious. And the next day, USA went, oh, we love that. That was gold. That was perfect. It was gold. Fire. Like it, it was exactly what was needed. And I think that's what they need to go back to doing yeah. is let these people just talk. Bobby Lashley's over. Don't ruin it. And as I said earlier, if you cannot get over by yourself, if you can't go out there and sell yourself, do you belong there? No, you don't. Because you can't sell yourself. And you need to be able to sell yourself. We hated Lesnar when it was always the same gimmick and routine over and over again. And then all of a sudden... Even as good as he, Paul Heyman is. He started, he started doing his own thing. And, and I, I will say this. Me, me Lion is a 100%... Even when Brock Lesnar just showed back up, he was immediately in. But I'm going to say this. I was one of those people that was checked out when Brock Lesnar had the title and wasn't around. But ever since he came back with this new evolved gimmick of his, yeah, it's kind of corny and funny at times, but it wasn't the boombox skit. We all remember that when he came out with the boombox and dancing. It, it felt forced. It was corny. It was horrible. But this Brock Lesnar is speaking on his own, and I love it. And I think that is why Bobby Lashley is actually going over on everybody because it actually feels real. I like his roughneck. His new roughneck like you know. Yeah, I, that, I've said uh, it. Lesnar? Lesnar. I like it. I, it. It's not even a roughneck gimmick. That's kind of actually how he is. It, it's him he, in real life. Yeah, yeah. he has a farm. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. Like he's legitimate. So are you, good, are you okay with uh, Bobby Lashley? Shock in, in the crowd. It was a shock. Was winning the... No one thought he was going to win. We all thought Theory was going to keep the title. No, I I, I, I... I am okay with it. Um, But I'm going to say spoilers. Because we have to get into that conversation in a minute. We know that there's a rematch at SummerSlam. No, spoilers. Because what happened later? Bobby Lashley deserved it. Yes. And we're getting into that match very right next. I I, I'm very okay with him having it. Yes. Um I should have known what was gonna happen next. I'm I'm disappointed right, in so, myself. So, so we you want to just get right into that? Hey, let's first first let's let's finish this one. Bobby Lashley winning the title in the match. Fire, 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 fire. And what happened afterwards? At the last minute, right, and in the crowd. Here's how we saw it. They got everybody in the ring, and then they said they were going to have one more person. Pierce comes out and says we're going to add someone else. We're going to make this bigger. And I will say this: when they when when Austin Theory's music hit. There was such a groan in the crowd that we were not happy at all. Me as a fanboy, because at the show I'm a fanboy, we were mad and disappointed. Okay. We were actually disappointed so, it was Austin Theory. We so, thought it could have been anybody. Okay, so do you think part of the groan in that crowd was kind of the politics going on? With, we thought it was going to be Kevin Owens. It should have been. Everybody thought it was going to be Kevin Owens. Do you think like part of uh, the groan was 
the politics going on right it now. Is. It is. Because it Vince McMahon lightly touching it. The reason why people really don't like austerity isn't just because at first it was because you know, but it made sense him being Vince McMahon's boy and all that was it worked. But in light of recent events, we don't want anything to do with Vince McMahon. Mm-mm. On, on the product, on the product, let's leave you know the backstage stuff out of it. The show and the product that we're invested in, we watch and pay our hard-earned money for. We don't want to see Vince on that product because it tarnishes it. It's time for Vince to go away. Yes, period. Yes. So he needs to hand the torch over. So fire, Bobby Lashley wins. Fire. Fire. So let's go to the next thing. Yes. Okay. So we know men's money in the bank. Let's talk about trash right away. Oh, you got some trash. Oh, let's go right into the trash on the men's money in the bank. What's your trash? Who was the worst person in that Money in the Bank match? <laughs> uh, the the guy that almost won. <laughs> Why are we continuing to watch Omos? Why are we pushing Omos? He's not ready. He's terrible. In person, that was my first time seeing him in person. He's not ready to be in that He's ring. absolutely terrible. Five people couldn't carry him in, in the match. Like, couldn't carry him in the match like Kevin Owens did for Stone Cold. They're doing their best. AJ did his best when he was with them and whatnot. But it, no, Omas doesn't belong there. He belongs in NXT with Dominic. Both of them. Send him back. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even think he belongs in NXT. Oh. Like, he's just... It's bad. There's no redeeming trash. quality. Trash. Yeah, absolutely. So Omas is trash. Absolutely. I. Trash. Stiff. There's nothing I have seen him do that has ever He doesn't even me. sell me as a big man. No. At all. When I think big man, though, Justin, I'm going to say this. When I think of big man, I think of uh, Cass. Mm-hmm. I think of Kevin Nash. I don't like the big shows. I don't like the Omases. I don't like the Shankies. Big show was him completely outgunned. You can't put the big show and Omas <laughs> in the same category. You know how stiff he and this is painful to say, because it was, it was painful to watch this guy wrestle. He reminds me of Ali Gante at times. Who's that? You gotta have to explain it. Ali Gante. Ali Gante was a big. Oh, you're pulling. Uh, you're pulling some stuff. But you got it. You got educated. It was a big. It was a big W. It was a WCW character. He was the big man at the time. He was seven foot whatever. Okay. He was stiff. Watching him wrestle was like pulling teeth. It was generally the people had to carry him through matches. He was stiff. He was rigid. He just didn't seem like he belonged there. He seemed like he should go back to school for at least a year. He just never had it in him. Watching him wrestle is about pain. Sometimes it's painful as watching that. By the way, uh, especially with spots. Um, I'm a bit mad at he you for putting Kevin Nash and Omos in the same category. No, I didn't. I said they're different. Yeah, I, said, uh, I like the Kevin Nashes and the big casses. I don't like the big shows and the Omases. Omos and Kevin Nash shouldn't be in the same sentence. And say, okay, okay, I'll say that's trash. I'm sorry, I apologize. Like, I see what you're saying. I, I, Kev, there's no denying for a big man. Kevin Nash is one of my favorite big men. Kevin Nash was legit. But he also had a flow with other wrestlers. He had swag. Yeah, he had a flow. And that's why Shawn Michaels handpicked him. Greatest handpicked him of all time. The Outsiders. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Yeah, yes. You, you, yes. Yes, you, it's undeniable. It's undeniable. Uh, undeniable. Yeah. Uh, like it's fire. They were fire before fire was fire. So let's get on to the rest of the match. All right. So men's money in the bank. Who did you want to win? 
so we talked about this before. Uh, the last show that me and Rudy were on. Um, I told you I wanted to see this. I wanted to see Seth Rollins take it. I did too. The crowd did. Because I wanted to see, and I still do, I wanted Seth Rollins to be able to cash in on Reigns. Yep. And take one of those titles off. Him. Yep. I wanted one. to see that happen. Just one. Yeah, just get it off. Because I think the unification thing... It worked at first, but now it's, it's hurting. We have the unification of the heavyweights, and we have the unification of the tag titles. But move on. It's Now it's hurting. The longer it goes, the more it's going to hurt. Yeah. Damage. Like, let, let's see let's see something. But also, I, I, I'd I, love to see two heavyweight champions. But I think that's why Bobby Lashley winning the U.S. title was very, even more important. Because now he took a mid-card title, and he's on Raw. And now they have, he, we, because he's so over, and because of that match and him, now they have a title to at least work with. But it's still a mid-card title, right? The U.S. title is still a mid. It's below the Intercontinental. And by the way, can I ask this? We're, we're, when was the last? Who no, has no. the Intercontinental title? I, I honestly couldn't tell. Oh, you off the top of my head. I do know who. It's but, Walter. Why wasn't Walter? Oh, it's not even Walter. Gunther. So why wasn't Gunther on the pay per view? So you bring something up. Um, United States Championship, Intercontinental Champion. Yes. Why aren't these defended more? Why aren't they even? Why, why is it not a subject? And. Honestly, the Intercontinental Championship... They finally have it on someone good, too. ...is a very prestigious championship. My favorite one. Who was the first Intercontinental Champion? Go ahead. No, I'm asking you. Do you know? Was it uh, Patterson? Mm-hmm. Yeah! Oh, there's my Andrew Dawkins. That's fire. Yeah! But you know who I look at as the Intercontinental but why, Champion? But why isn't this done more? Shawn Michaels... And, and I, I hate to say this out of my mouth. I hate to say it, but I'm gonna... You know one of the best people, and, and I don't care if he says it, it's facts. It's facts. At the time that The Miz had the Intercontinental title, he did make it prestigious again. No, absolutely. He did. Absolutely. And he's the him and Shawn Michaels are my favorite Intercontinental I, champions. The Miz gets a lot of discredit, and The Miz is a company man. He is absolutely behind everything. Yep. Uh, greatest Intercontinental match, though, was the first match of its kind. You remember that? Which one? Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels. Oh. The very first ladder match. Oh, you are right. For the Intercontinental Championship. That's why I'm mad about the Intercontinental title. So and many people have held their their greats. And it, 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 it's like a stepping stone. Of, <laughs> to the main title. You know that if you see someone hold that, they're next. They're, they're going somewhere. But they've lost everything with that title. Right. They, they've lost, especially in you know, the United States title. It's... I forget because, it's, who has it. Yeah. You you just don't even know. But it's important. It's and it. I think there's something that they need to continue with. AEW keeps popping up with a different title. They have too many. Can and, we just say it? They have too many titles yeah, right like now. It, it's, especially after Forbidden Door... There's too throw, many titles. Throw, throw a title on everyone at this point. Yeah, throw a title on everyone. But we've forgotten. It's it's we've it's forgotten become, the it's become a thing. The more titles there are, the less important they are as themselves. As themselves. It was a prestige thing. Having TV title the, was a prestige thing at one time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you watched the TV title. 
you'd watch TV, you'd watch the TV shows just so you could see it be handed over. Or but by the way, Rudy, week. that's what I think they should do with the twenty four seven title. It should be a television title where it gets defended on TV. But I mean, Period. the whole like attacking behind this, like behind the curtain thing. All right, let's be honest. It got kind of old. Sorry. I mean, the yeah, the twenty four seven title is trash. What is it really? It's the hardcore title. We it know it's a hardcore yeah. title. Yeah. We were that, all that, disappointed it. when it wasn't unveiled as it, a hardcore title. It, it, it is the hardcore title. It can be done anywhere, except the hardcore title was entertaining, and it was also held by people that were entertaining. Yeah, and legit and work. The only the only twenty four seven title champion that I care about is our truth, and that's it. Can can we all agree that? Our truth one is of the greats. absolutely amazing. Like that ah. guy. Every time I see him on TV, I'm watching. I'm stoked, even if it's dumb. I, I'm watching, even when it's dumb. I'm I'm stoked. I'm happy to see him because he entertains me every time. Every time, and he says some of the weirdest things. Yep, but it makes sense, and I love it. Yeah, ab- absolutely, our truth is, is permafire. Uh, Our truth is, he reminds me a lot of Mick Foley. Oh, ooh, like not mankind, Nick. not not Cactus Jack, not Dude Love, but Mick Foley. He reminds me a lot of him. Good comparison. Like he he's he's fire, fire, perfect fire. I put him on the perfect fire list. Like he's absolutely. absolutely Our like, truth is perfect fire. He like I, I guess the best way to put it is like he can do no wrong. Yeah. In my eyes. Hashtag bring back the TV title. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. The TV title is something, it was a prestigious title. It was handed over. Can we say that um, AEW's TBS title or TNT title? Trash. Garbage. Garbage. Trash. Yeah. It's just like the FTW title. Trash. All right. None of them matter to me. So the FTW title. I know it, but it's it's on my TV. It's, It's part of my programming. The only thing that I can respect behind that is Taz owns it. It is from ECW. It was a big thing in ECW. It don't matter to me until someone else holds it. But I, yeah. I'm Outside t- of Team I'm, Taz. I'm tired of that. Yeah. Like, you, you, come on. Like, do something else with it. If you're going to use it, do something. But. All right. So, so, so Theory comes in, gets added to the match, and he wins the money in the bank. How you feel about it? Because I'm going to say this. From a first-person point of view in the crowd, it worked. I understand the heat. He got the heat. But we talked about this earlier and said I was going to bring it up. It was something different. Yep. It was something different. And we hated it, but we now loved it. Here's my question. Huh. Do you think he can cash in and succeed? No. I don't either. Absolutely not. I think that he has to cash in, lose whatever. And I think it's all set up for him and Cena. I think he gets this U.S. title back. Oh, Cena. You know Cena's coming back. Yeah. Theory keeps referencing him can, in every can, every promo. Can we bring up the fact that when John Cena came back on Raw, Trash. we were all disappointed. Absolutely. So even as it, it was absolutely terrible. There was no junk talk. I was expecting Rollins to come out and just totally destroy the event, which would have been absolute fire if we would have just you know, called him the old I, man. I expected and, something. You, know, was, you want to know who was really the the almost not the overall favorite uh-huh. to win to win the money in the bank? But from the crowd's point of view, you know who we all really wanted and got the most cheers every time he got close? Sami Zayn. 
Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn deserves a lot more. Even Miss Kanye Twitty wanted Sami Zayn to win at one point. Like, it, and I wanted him to win. Okay, so we bring up the win. Um, you have a story to tell. Ooh, which one do you want? That most people don't know about. The end of the match? Yeah. What happened at the end of the match when everyone's leaving the arena? So as after the match is over and Austin Theory wins, people are starting to leave. And I always say this at, at a show, until those lights switch, and they always say goodbye to the crowd, but until the lights actually turn off on the, on the ring, don't leave. And all of our section was gone. And I was like, no, no, let's wait, wait, wait. What? And out of nowhere... Baron Corbin, someone who I've not been invested in and has been on my trash list, lunchable list for a long time, he came out of the crowd and whooped Pat McAfee so bad. He did the end of days on the outside of the ring, the whole nine yards. And I, I then totally him, agree with you. End of days is a great finishing. One of the greatest. And then him and Austin Theory stood in the ring together. I'm in. I'm in. Even as a, as a half-butt partnership, I'm in. For the first time in a long time, I actually care about Baron Corbin. Yeah. I want I want to see him get whooped by Pat McAfee so badly, but I want to see Pat McAfee get beat down a few more times. Oh, let's be honest. Pat McAfee, um, sleeper. We yeah. didn't see coming. Yep, and he's amazing in the ring. I, I've seen him live. He's amazing in the ring. I, he's done the work. Oh. He's done the work. And, and I want to see him in the ring. I don't want to see Logan Paul. I don't. I want to see Pat McAfee. Period. I, I am curious about Logan Paul's uh, fight coming on. And if that ever comes to fruition. But he's that's, officially that's, signed. That, that, he's officially signed. That Well, no. like He's supposed to have a boxing match. Oh, is he? Yeah. See, I don't watch those. Uh, supposedly, he's calling out Tyson Fury. Uh, I'm out. No, it was not Tyson Fury. It's... Uh, I, I do remember reading some about this. It's like Tyson Fury's no, no, you're right. younger Tyson. brother or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, but I don't care. I'm not here for that. Yeah, I, yep. I, I can understand that. It's lunchable. It's lunchable. The, the celebrity fights are lunchables to me. I like. I'm saying this right now. I believe that professional wrestling right now is almost more entertaining than UFC, Absolutely. than baseball, yeah. than basketball, than football. It, it is more entertaining. Uh, baseball, hundred percent. Baseball bores me. It's it's stale. It's boring. It's tired. But no matter what, uh, hockey still beats uh, everything. They still play hockey. Uh, yeah, and uh, they still beat each other. I up. forget. I forget they still play hockey. So we oh, can we say this? Then let's get a fire trash or lunchable. Austin Theory winning Money in the Bank. I'm curious where it goes. I think it was fired. As I, much as my fanboy hates I it, I do not think he will cash in and win. But him winning. But, but it was different. It was different. And that is the ultimate thing about the whole pay-per-view. To, to wrap it up, I'm going to say this. This pay-per-view felt like we didn't, we couldn't call it, even though we thought we had it all mapped out. It felt spontaneous. And like Vince always says, anything could happen. It felt like it. As much as we all had heroes that we wanted the to fan see boy. win. The fanboy. Yeah. It was different. And it wasn't what you expected. And now... As we were talking about with Liv Morgan. Now you're curious. Yep. Where this is where they can either where are we going from make there? it fire or they can drop the ball. And that that's what's needed. We need to be curious again. Yes. And, and so overall, 
money in the bank. What do you rate? Fire? Trash? What? I'm going to say fire. I said it was fire. It, it was good. And, you know, especially after some of the last pay-per-views we watched, it, it was nice. Yes. It, it was nice to see something different. And it made me, I'm waiting for the next show. Like, I can't wait to watch Raw. I can't wait to see what builds for SummerSlam in four weeks. Four weeks, y'all. Okay, so since we're bringing up SummerSlam, let's bring it up. And maybe this is the last thing we talk about. All right. Lesnar and Reigns. If if Austin Theory does cash in at SummerSlam because that's all they're saying, I'll be disappointed. If he does, I would want to see both of them just beat the life out of him. Yes. Yes. And then go back to their match. Yep. And they have an opportunity, even though we've talked about, like, we're tired of watching this match over and over again. Beat the crap out of him. Beat him down. Show that you two are the biggest big men. Take Austin Theory down a peg. Yeah, like, drop this. And then give me a fight that I want to see. And honestly, like, I, I want to see a stipulation for the match, too. Oh, they have it. They have it. It is... They're billing it as the last time, the final match, and it's last man standing. Then you definitely need to have him just get beat up. Try to cash in during the match. Yeah. Go ahead and let him do it. Think he's got a chance? And then they both whoop him down. Yeah. Like, both of them at the same time. And then like, go back to the match. They can, like, you could... And that would you, make you, sense. because You could build this moment of the two of them on the same side. So theory could... And you would freak out going, oh... Wait a minute. No pun intended. Theory could theoretically win back the U.S. title. Then he has the money in the bank and the U.S. title. Then he tries to cash in so he can get all three titles at one time and lose. And that works beautifully. It it would, but if they build it for him to succeed, he's got to drop one of them. So there's no point. And that's my problem with the money in the bank. Here's my problem with the men's money in the bank. That's the contract. Does the contract allow you to go after the unified titles, or does it allow you after one of them? I think I, I think it should only allow you to go after one of them. So originally, Money in the Bank was you got to pick any title, and it but it been, was any title. But now it's been just just the main one. Yeah. Remember when uh, Rhea Ripley won it and she went after Charlotte Flair and then, or no, Charlotte Flair won it and she went after uh, Rhea Ripley in NXT. I loved it. I loved it. The only, the only other thing I can think of is that they have a weird stipulation like all the titles are online in one match and you try to cash in as a third person. So you're emotionally invested now for the next pay-per-view? Oh, yeah. As of right now? It's SummerSlam. I'm, I'm always invested oh, in SummerSlam. I'm, I'm always happy about it. It is almost like a... I, I can see them doing Austin Theory and um, John Cena in SummerSlam. It's almost the end of the season. Basically. Well, no, at SummerSlam right now, it's uh, but him versus Bobby Lashley, but I think this sets up him versus John Cena at WrestleMania. I think, and it's something that I read a while ago, I think this could be the start and the build, and I think someone's coming back. I think someone's popping in there. So we got to address the elephant in the room? Bray Wyatt? No. No? That's not where you're going? Nope. Okay. I'd love to see Bray Wyatt again. Um, I, I I think I, he's coming back. We'll I, say I, that. I, I think that he I, I don't back. understand why like they didn't keep running with the theme. So the who theme do you think theme. then? It was discussed after um, Mania 
and it's been an ongoing conversation and it's something that as soon as I say it you're going to completely understand okay the next mania and this is why I think Reigns will drop the title by then Reigns and Rock yep yep I need it I, I think the Rock is going to make his present known yep and I don't want it to be for titles. He just has to show up. And no, it can't be it's for, for the It's for the head of the table. It can't be for the title at all. No, it has because to be for the head of the table. It's the bloodline storyline. It has to be for the head of the table. But who do you want to win, though? Roman. I don't. I'd love to see The Rock beat him. I would love to see him take him down a notch. And I will say the, this. The I'm Rock, ready the, for, to the see Rock The Rock cementing himself as, no. I am the head of this family. I do want to see Roman start chasing again. But as it is right now, like the story's getting really old. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love it. I'm still the ones. I'm still behind it. But I see if they don't do something soon, it's going to get stale for me. And if The Rock shows up and costs Roman the title? Completely reinvigorates the whole thing. What if he shows up at SummerSlam? That's what I'm saying. Oh! What if The Rock pops in? And he causes rains. And you have a cash in, or oh, so much could happen. Yeah, there's possibilities you're endless. But The Rock doesn't have to be there all the time. No, nope. he just has to show up and cause this one incident, yep. and then you can have a build for the next six months until Mania, and you're getting invested again because now something something different happens. What's something going weird. on? What? How does this work? Where do we go from here? Keep me guessing. Yeah. I don't. I want them to keep on their thing right now, where I don't feel like I can call the whole pay per view. And that's kind of like, it's it's where we've been getting. Yes, it's where we're getting. So we're overall, money in the bank, fire. It was fire. It was fire. fire. It was fire. Blood and guts. That was fire. It's from everything I hear. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be amazing to watch. I'm curious where we're going through here and play the cards right. Yeah. SummerSlam. Oh, you, you could really pull. Some and we'll stuff all out. be here for SummerSlam. We've already agreed. We're gonna go get Namine. Yep. We're gonna sit here on the round table at your house, like we are right now, and we're gonna do. I'm taking the day off. Let's do it. Right. Let's we're, do it. We're watching it live. Yep. And record right afterwards. Yep. Yeah, we'll do it. We're gonna beat everybody to it. Are you talking about SummerSlam? SummerSlam. But what if I get tickets to go? Oh. Oh, and by the way, you want to know I have to give a personal fire out? You know who... Uh, if you do that, um, you better be getting like us to... Like, no, that's not even fair. We like, started a whole I, I, other... I, I, I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> that's Miss Kanye Twitty. She is so good and no, so good. No, stop, stop ruining our plans on things. Like, we're all going to get together and watch this. <laughs> wow, she just slapped us down. That's, oh, yeah, man, no, she no just, kidding. She just took us what, down. Running with the chair. Well, Justin, how about this? How about me and you go? And since leave, they go into the prestige and sit oh, and rub it in our face. Oh, oh. Rudy. All right, uh, that's good. Okay. What? What? Yeah. Wait, how'd that? What? The summer oh, we're, screw we're, job. We're, we're, this is this. This is the. This is the this Washington is a, screw job. This is Washington screw job. The WTFW screw job. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Oh man, that's messed up, Rudy. That's pretty funny I, it's funny I, I have to say it's fire it, it, is fire. it is fire darn it yeah we'll enjoy it darn it say hey, i'll uh, send you pictures uh, 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 uh outgoing oh man i'm done i'm done on an outgoing i'm gonna say this i want to give a big shout out 
to Miss Kanye Twitty. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, with the uh, running in the chair and smashing with, everyone. Yeah, else. but I also want to give a shout out to uh, someone else. All right, because I always say this: going to a show with I go to a lot of shows with people who have never been to a show, or it's their first time going to a show and taking. Uh, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give out his nickname. Uh, uh, you know, Prince Blueberry. Uh, it's it's Miss Connie Twitty's ten uh, year old boy. It, it it was really amazing to see him get so invested into what was going on and how excited it was. And it was exciting for me to watch. And you know, it's Las Vegas, Aspire. Las Vegas right, was amazing to us. It was amazing from top to bottom. I mean, I, we got to do so many things. We got to see the fireworks. We got to ride in helicopters. The whole Ooh. nine yards. So shout out to Vegas, shout out to WWE, and, and for an amazing, amazing Fourth of July weekend. And uh, I think we got it. Yep, yep. I think we got it. Yeah, I think so. And uh, next February at the end, we're making you eat blue waffles. Oh no, I'm out. I'm out. This is PG thirteen. I'm out. I'm out. All right. Thank you, everybody. This is uh, I'm Kanye Twitty. I'm Justin Rudy. And uh, this is the uh, part two, a pay per view Ziggler pay per view special. Hey, and we out. We'll be back at our normal time, scheduled time this this week. Uh, we'll be back to normal programming, but we had to do it differently because we had Fourth of July and all that. You know what I'm saying? Hi. Yeah. And Fourth of July is on Monday. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was kind of weird. And shout out to Miss Kanye Twitty for absolutely enjoying putting up with all of us, putting up with everything we do. She sits here through the podcast, and she came out as a heel right in the end. Yeah. She. I. I, I think Miss Kanye Twitty just went full heel. Yep. That was full heel. Yeah. All good, right. Good luck with that. You know what? On that note, we out. WTFW trash. That's the Twitter. WWE podcast is where we're at. And hey, we'll be back. Deuces. So, in addition to pro wrestling that I need every day, I don't know about you. I need coffee every day and I need quality coffee. That's why I go with coffeeofvalhalla.com. They get fresh roasted specialty coffee roasted the day it ships to your door. Again, it's coffeeofvalhalla.com. That's coffee of V A L H A L L A V A L H A L L A.com because the owner is a former service member trying to take care of his battle buddies. He donates 50% of the proceeds to stopsoldiersuicide.org. So order today and use discount code 10 off, all one word, for a 10% discount. Or you can subscribe and save 15% off of your order. So go get some coffee again at coffeeofvalhalla.com. Coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A.com, guys. And also donate to a great cause and have a great cup of coffee, guys. Coffeeofvalhalla.com. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com and for all of these shows ad free head over to patreon.com slash wwe podcast until then we'll see you next time